Um, we have a guest, but before the guest comes on, I want to, I want to, you guys probably don't even want to see me. You want to see the guest. You want to see Tori. I see how it is. You show up early. Everybody's like, come on, let's go. Let's go. Where's Tori? Um, I mean, I kind of want to see Tori. I see you enough. Yeah. So I was having a conversation with a friend of mine and he was talking to me about election fraud. And he goes, Joe, you know, you can't prove a negative. You can't prove you didn't commit fraud. I said, you can be transparent. And the more that I got into the conversation with him, the more I, I started to realize that people that do not see the fraud can't understand it, can't break down what we break down on a regular basis. It's not that they don't want to, they, they want to be able to see the fraud. But it's so complicated. We've made elections so complicated that some people just can't fathom it. And so what they do is they're told these lies from the outside to say you'd need 1,000 people, 10,000 people, a million people to be involved in the fraud. The reality of it is, is that the apparatus only requires a few people to be involved in the fraud. As John Bolton said that he has been involved in the coup d'etat in other countries, but not necessarily here. And we see the stuff coming out of other countries, such as Brazil, um, which it looks like they're going to annul that election, which is what we should do in this country and get back the pair paper ballots but I, I did want to break it down for for all of you election fraud is complicated but it's not and one of the reasons why we've been building this machine is so that I can show you on my own stuff so someone can't say Joe got this from someone else on my own stuff how I can manipulate the outcome without you ever seeing it and the complication of the election fraud that, that happens across the country does take a multi-layer approach of people doing the work or answering to others and saying, this is what you will say. That's what happens in politics. There are no more statesmen left in, in Washington. These are all politicians who are greedy, self-consumed. Statesmen go there, do a job. They really don't want to be there. But in the election fraud arena, We've made it so complicated, and the outside, these agitators, the CIA, the FBI, the, these people have intertwined, and we're going to talk a little bit about that with Tori. They've intertwined fraud that is not fraud, like just it's, it's hyperbolic statements and things that aren't true into it. And so the public then gets a hold on one piece that isn't true, and the rest of it goes out with it. Now, that's a tactic of chaos that favors the op, doesn't favor the people. But I want you to know that as I sat there, I had that aha moment of, well, I can see now how people just say, whatever, you know, I, I can't, it, there's no election fraud. Is because it's easier to say that than to have to dig into it because of how much bad stuff that's put out there that ruins the credibility of the stuff that truly should see the light of day. So anyway, just my thought on that. Let's go ahead and now bring in Tori. Tori, welcome to the show. Hey, thank you for having me. And it's great. Hey, you're outnumbered by Greeks right now. I am? <laughs> Got a bunch of Greeks in the house. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, I, I have to tell you, um, since I know Apollo can't cook, can you cook? Oh, my gosh. I can Ooh. cook. You know, what, you know what we should do? You know, we see a lot of these shows, right, where they have like, um, am I echoing or is it just me hearing? Okay. He's going to fix uh, it. Yeah, we uh, we see a lot of these shows where they have like celebrity cooks or whatever. 
I mean, why don't we do like a challenge where they just give book a box of random ingredients to conservative, you know, uh, podcasters, uh, content creators, and and we have our own thing going on where we can cook. I'd throw, I'd be the champion though. I'm just saying it would be another form of chopped. But um, yeah, I like to cook. I think iPod, you know, the documentarian iPod, he would he would win hands down though. He yeah. put some he put some really good food together. That guy. Um, all right, so where do you guys want to start? Should we start with the election fraud? You, you want to hear the simplest answer to that? Yeah, yeah and, and I think you understand what I'm saying. There, yeah. there's, there's a lot here, right? There's a lot to unpack when it comes to the election fraud. And it's not very complicated, but there are enough controlled op- opposers. You know, I call them the, the interpositioners that are trying to do the bad deeds for the bad people, kind of like the troll that comes to rumble. Um, guys, p- just don't pay attention to her. Just let her just say whatever she wants. She can do it over and over again. But we but, love trolls. We love trolls. But but it, because we've made it so complicated, and we haven't concentrated down to the source and say, look, this is how the system operates. This is how the, this is the opportunities for fraud. And here's the lack of transparency. And because we haven't operated with that type of I call it business maturity, then. It gets so convoluted that people get to that place where they see one thing and they're like, ah, there's no election fraud. And the, right. the, re- the reality is much different than that. The, the fraud is so evident, it's, it's maddening, and the evidence is so overwhelming, it's maddening. But because you have people out there that run their mouths and act like they're experts and, and basically just get ahead of their skis, it makes a lot of what we do become less credible. I agree. Can you hear me? Yeah. Okay. So I totally agree with what you're saying, 100%. Yeah. Um, but, you know, people have to understand that we've, we've seen how the media and the narratives skew uh, people that they don't like. We saw it with President right. Trump. And that's the way it happens. How about These me? are lefty. Yeah, well, everybody. These are lefty talking about <laughs> Guys, I just went up, I went up a whole, against a whole state. They did a yeah. thorough investigation on me they were wiretapping me they had secret subpoenas and they didn't find one crime what does that tell you about me i mean come on you're good well well, no yeah but the lawfare is like (laughs) your typical you know tool of the giants it's not for little people right look at what they've done to president trump for like six years now it's all lawfare Uh, you know if we believed everything that they did you know he'd be a scammer right his charity remember the saint jude stuff they went after his uh his his organizations like come on he he's been called a rapist he's been called a guy that pees on you know that wants people to pee on the bed and i said that's ridiculous he's a germaphobe like when i saw the dossier back in 2016 i was like this is crazy this sounds like something that that guy with the theraband what's his name harry reed who was the first one that pushed it to mother jones he actually did stuff like that in brothels out in nevada right harry reed was a little bit sexually twisted so the the bottom line is is that this guy's delivering the dossier with stuff that you would believe he did because he had been busted at brothels before right so it's it, they make up these elaborate stories but you know what's worse when we perpetuate it when we know that it's false and then we as conservatives as people that seek the truth perpetuate the same thing it's just eh, it's like whatever. Uh, listen, in regards to the voter fraud, we have to think of it this way. Uh, there are many people that have been talking about it for years, right? We have Chris Curtis, uh, you know, who, 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 was, who testified in Congress in 2005, and people have amnesia, like it doesn't exist, right? 
Um, I have been blowing the whistle for forever. In 2019, Millie did this whole report where we gave all these documents. We said it was the machines, right? Nobody right. listened. And my affidavit, no matter how much people troll me and attack me, find one piece of it that you could say is false. You can't. Everything that I've said has been proven correct today. I went down there and I said, let's not look at the balance. Let's just get rid of the machines. They're not certified. And then in early 2022, it is discovered that indeed the EAC did not certify the machines all those years. Now, imagine if we could go back in time to when the election fraud happened and we actually did what I said. We wouldn't be here right now having this conversation. Right. No, we wouldn't. You see, and, and that's because there are certain people put in place in order to skew public opinion. And, you know, enjoy the show, the, the documentary, is to show just how that's done. It's not just done on social media with trolls or people that have vendettas. You know, I, I know a lot of people thought, oh, you're, a, you're, you know, you're talking about Ali Akbar because, you know, he attacked you. I was like, like, I care. He's not going to tell me who I am. And my listeners aren't going to listen to him either. Right? People that know me will understand that it's just propaganda. But the problem is the average person doesn't get it. That your government has literally organizations in place just to do this. Foundations in place to fund things like this. Globally. Right? And when you say it, they're like, it's crazy. And it's like, but, but there's evidence. <laughs> like, we're not just making this up. And so uh, this documentary kind of shows people how everything is orchestrated. What we call marketing is actually called propaganda. And, and this is why people overseas consider us stupid. Right? They consider Americans stupid because they're like, how do they not see it? How could you? No, they do. And, and that, is a, that is a fact. Otherwise, Nigerian princes wouldn't be trying to send us something for $30 million saying that my long-lost uncle has $30 million. I want to send it to you. Please send me $5,000. <laughs> and Americans well, fall for it. it. <laughs> People exactly are like, oh yeah, here's five thousand. I get thirty million for five thousand, sucker. Wait, where'd right? my five grand go? This is not yeah. right. Give me back my money. The Jamaicans even figured it out, right? They did their whole other scams there too. I mean, look, the bottom line is is that we're so disinformed and misinformed, right? That it's terrible. Like when you watch the news, there's a, there's a saying in Greek: uh, the the person that is uh, not intelligent, that doesn't have knowledge, is not a threat to society, because they're just dumb. A person that has high intelligence is not a threat, because then that comes wisdom. A person that has half baked intelligence, meaning they yeah. know half the story of everything, they're the worst, because they talk as if they are intelligent, but yet they're as dumb as rock, dumber than the dumbest, right? Because they don't know what they're talking about. Right. And, and that's the problem. We have a lot of experts <laughs> that have popped out of nowhere. And so, election. You guys know I'm in the Supreme Court of the United States, right? I mean, you're a Supreme Court justice? No, I'm in I'm the Supreme Court. I'm just kidding with you. No. Yeah, yeah, you have a case oh, there. Yes. yes, yes, yes. yes. So, yeah. so everyone, you know, didn't understand just what a big proof of concept I just executed with the people. And it wasn't me. It was us. My campaign was a bunch of people. And what we proved is, even without publicity, without being on voter registration rolls, right, and without any money and only 45 days to the election, I still got 1% mm -hmm. of the whole state. That's, you know, 8 million people is, 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 is more than the population of countries. And I've got 1% of that. And the reason I did it was to show that it can happen. Right? We didn't walk in there delusional. I mean, obviously, if I had the media, maybe it would have been a little bit tighter. But um, the whole purpose was to get the standing to have these questions put.
And so now we find ourselves at the Supreme Court with two questions. Okay. Anybody should be able to run and be afforded the same rights as the Democrats and the Republicans. Right. Independents are treated differently. That's a constitutional problem. It's, uh, you know, equal opportunity, right? And, and, and this is the United States of America, and the playing field should be level. But then the second question, which I'm surprised the conservative media that supposedly cares about, you know, elections hasn't talked about is, hey, I should have the right for election observers. Now, one thing people miss is that when you observe elections, you by the law are afforded the right to inspect the counting of the vote. Pay attention to how in Arizona, when Carrie Lake lost, what did they count? The ballots. They didn't count the votes. Now, counting of the vote means that we are allowed to inspect the counting software. That means that the GOP and the DNC have access by law to open up the machine and look at the counting software. So the question should lie on the people. Why haven't they done it if they have the right to do it? They could have put this to bed in 2020. Okay, why didn't they? Because they both want it. Don't you get it? We're supposed to stay in the two-party system. We're supposed to be obedient. You only pick one or the other. That's it. And we're in control. That's the question everyone should ask themselves. Why didn't the GOP say, I am running for office, you know, with these candidates, right? We're funding these candidates. Uh, We've appointed observers. Our election observers should be able to count, to observe the counting of the vote, not the ballots, the vote. That means I should get to see that the counting software says one plus one equals two. Right. None of them did it. Right. And so now that's up at the Supreme Court because you know what we can do? I'm pretty sure somewhere in Ohio, there's some position open in 2023, right? No matter what you run for. And you can open up those machines and get that counting software. It's not proprietary. Why do they count the ballots and not the votes? Well, I I just have a question for you. Mm. Just one question. Why in the world have they fought? You know, if if I was a voting company... And somebody said, hey, your machine has fraud in it. I would say, all right, here's the source code. Here are some ballots. We probably do have a quality assurance, quality um, control problem, QC, QA problem. Um, Why don't you go through and just take a look at it and tell me what you see? Why have they worked so hard and lied so much and put out their own false information, which I just discovered that Dominion is literally creating false information just to mix it in to create credibility issues. So is ESNS and so is Smartmatic. So with that said, why, given that information that I just said to you, would they not, if they were credible, why would they not 100% put this to rest? Why are they allowing this to continue to go on like this? Don't you get it? In 2024, your election is supposed to be internet blockchain voting. Well, it's not going to get there. We, we know it oh, won't get there by really? 2024. Really? You're listening to the GOP that's telling you voter ID. Have you asked them what that looks like? No, no, okay. I, but, but, here, but, here, but hold on, but hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah, so hold on a second, hold on a second. Blockchain, by the way, is not secure. And if you know anything about blockchain, it's the whole crypto, yeah, it's, it's, program, it's absolutely programmable. Yeah, and the, so the way, the way that blockchain, and there, there is a way to secure it because you can see the change in the, in the line, right, in the, in the, 
you can see the, ch the, the, the change in the chain of outputs, I'll, I'll say. I'm trying to keep this as dumbed down as possible. You can see that change. So if I go in there and I change a vote over here, it'll show up inside of the chain, the chain that it, does not, it doesn't match. So there's ways to see fraud in it, but you can, you can also change that in the program through, through the process, right? So it's yes. as insecure as machine voting. Well, well, it's data, Joe. Right. They, they give us a black box voting saying that they're anonymizing our votes, right? That's what they're telling us. So we feed the ballot, and they're like, oh, we just scrambled the votes, and we mixed them, right, to, to, to create the sense of anonymity, right? Isn't right. that the whole point? Right. right. Yep. That's bullshit because we have optical scanners. Where does that data go? Let me guess. They use Snapchat technology, mm -mm. right? Yeah. It? Are you kidding? That's gold. No. That is data's gold. It's 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 all collected to create your AI profile. So the next time you want a job, they know how you vote. And if you're out of line, you don't get to vote. You don't get the loan. So so Dan just said, "Dumb down." Does he think his listeners are stupid? No. So let me just explain something to you about blockchain. Since I've spent the last few years in AI and machine learning, it is a complicated process of encryption. It can be used to actually transmit data, and it can be used as a vehicle or a, a currency. So I don't think anyone is stupid. I think that just like when we're talking to people that are on the, the rhinos or even Democrats that can see the fraud, I want to bring it down to a level where you can understand why the output change, why, why someone inside of Congress would say that that would be that that would be viable or if someone inside the GOP that, that may not be a rhino would see that's viable because they can show the dog and pony show that, Hey, this, by the way, does not equal this. Therefore you'd be able to tell whether or not the, the vote was changed. So it has nothing to do with being stupid. It has to do with understanding the complexities of blockchain technology, blockchain um, uh, code writing. Is that fair, Tori? Yeah, no, no fair. And yeah. I agree with you. It should always be brought down. I, I, I can tell you from just the linguistics, even when you're interpreting, you should always bring everything down to a third grade level because that's the average of all people, especially when you're talking about topics that they're not familiar with. So I get it. And I've been talking to my audience about blockchain. You know, it's highly secure. But the thing is, right. you have to be secure in your first block that you set, because if it's baked into the first block, that's it. You'll never detect fraud if it's baked into it. And this is the concern that I have for the cryptocurrency that's programmable because they can program it to provide credits. So, you know, we don't, we no longer get our salary of a thousand dollars. We get 500 housing credits, 300 food credits, you know, and, 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 and the thing is the misinformation is so real and the uh, propaganda and this, uh, you know, this look here, but don't look there is so real that people don't know if they're going or coming. Like, you know, whenever we talk gun laws, what's the first thing people talk about oh the red flag laws right yeah that's not how it's happening they already did it we already lost our rights on one level it's only a matter of time because they can create the laws afterwards the idea was that the banks start flagging mastercard and visa have already agreed that since september they have been flagging any purchases of weapons they like skew codes so now they can actually choose to decline to service such things and they will go through the courts and say, well, we don't want to use our platforms yeah. for weapons because we have that right. Suddenly you're down to cash. And where are we heading? To a cashless society. And they win. You see, we're so busy on superficial things that we're not hitting the root of the problem. We're looking at the fruit of the problem. 
Yeah, so that that gets to um, symptom solution, right? Or symptom problem, right? We're always concentrating mm-hmm. on the symptoms because it actually elongates the the, the 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 long tail, the profitability of the problem. Um, they do that, by the way, with uh, the homeless population. Yeah, well, they do it with everyone. I mean, you know, whatever. I mean, the election fraud is like, you know, in 2020, I said, we just need to get rid of the machines. 2021, we need to be getting rid of the machines. But people were still doing the whole canvassing, the whole look at how they're doing it. And I was like, I felt like I was talking to a wall, but I was like, you know, God does this. He doesn't give us ears to hear because maybe it's not time. You know, maybe this was necessary for people to be at the point where they're just so frustrated that they, that they finally get it that the solution is actually quite simple. We can use technology and everything else, but but very sacred things like our vote shouldn't. It should be paper and pen. We're not stupid. We can fill in circles because the Secretary of State of Ohio actually wrote in his response to the Supreme Court of Ohio, not the Supreme Court of the United States. I'm waiting to see how they're going to play that. He said that it would take way too long for people to count. And I'm like, didn't Georgia do it in like, you know, eight days? And they have the same amount of voters. Like, are people stupid? Like, if I take 10 of my friends, we could plow through 30,000 ballots and count the votes in, in 24 hours. You know, why, why wouldn't we be able to do it statewide? You know, and then there's people that don't understand be- the difference between ballot and vote because they're dumb. And, 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 and people hate it when I say that. And, and I say it blatantly so I can irritate them but make my point. A ballot is where you fill in all your votes. The votes are the circles that you circle in. So ballot is not the same as a vote. And this is where we get into the linguistics and this is how they win. Because they tell you, oh, but we have paper ballots and we're counting the ballots. And you're like, but you're not counting the votes on the ballot. Because on the ballot, you're circling how many circles, right? 10, 20? Gary Lakes, did they count the votes? No, they counted the ballots. Um. So, so let me let me ask you a question because I want to I want to go through this in on the election fraud. Like I think I, I'm a pretty I'm I, I am an SME when it comes to voter fraud. I am like I understand the system. I've I've now my easy reading at night is trying to figure out the the complex structures of not just Dominion ESNS and Smartmatic and how they play together. My then I moved on to Seidel Edison. I know where the black boxes are, and the black boxes could be put anywhere. And I think all the systems are compromised collectively, including the the ballots that are created by Runbeck, um, Stellar, mm-hmm. uh, Cathedral. I mean, these companies, the ballot printing companies across the country or in Canada, because they have them up there as well. So I think I, I think I understand it. I think I understand it very well. I know. What, what I what I don't understand is how simple of a problem this is to fix. And why we know we have to get to a place where we eliminate a lot of these um, these holes. Like I know that we have to get rid of all these different holes, and they know it too because I've had conversations with them off offline, and they're like, "Joe, I cannot talk about election fraud." But I talked to them offline. <laughs> Heidi Gadol, Heidi Gadol in Colorado. I go, I didn't ask you a question about election fraud because I did not want to upset the cart, um, but. The election will be stolen, and you will not win. Oh, I've been saying that forever. Yeah. I agree with you. You are a subject matter expert in all of this. And and, and the solution is indeed, like you said, extremely simple. 
But why are is, we afraid to tear the Band-Aid off? Why are they tearing not, the Band-Aid I, off in Mexico and tearing the Band-Aid off? off? They're, they're going to annul that vote down in Brazil and go to a new vote that's paper ballots, and they're going to redo it. You, you know that, right? That's going to happen. Listen, it's not that. It's the propaganda. This is why I enjoy the show it is something necessary that people actually watch. Because it tells you how they condition you. you. You can sit there until you're blue in the face and tell them we need to get rid of them. Like, there, there's, there was someone in a chat room somewhere, I don't remember where I saw it, that was like, ballots are votes. And it's like, guys, it's in the court records that ballot does not equal votes. The Supreme Court said so. Right? So this is playing games with words. Right? This is how they confuse us. They use words. Like, what does election denier mean? I deny elections? No, I want elections. So, so I want the, let me just answer this question in the comments. Brazil had paper ballots, they are saying. Okay, so they did a paper ballot that went through a machine system, and there's no way Correct. to verify the fraud of the ballots themselves because the same thing happened. Ballots showed up that could not be assigned to a certain voter when they tried to cure some of those votes, which is what the military did. Those va- exactly. votes came back. Those votes came back as I didn't vote, or they came back as I didn't vote that way. So the same problem we have down. I have a board. And on my board, I've, I, I have little pins, and I try to pin everything together, uh, such as roaming networks over in uh, Serbia, their connection to Huawei in China, to building a, a data center for Dominion, and the, the code writers. I have these, these, these 11 code writers that have history that goes back to another company that's a CIA asset in the, the UK and in France. So I have all of this stuff put together. And I thought one day, I was talking to Paul, I go, one day I'm gonna just put this out there. And people are gonna think that I am wearing a tinfoil hat. Because <laughs> it's so complicated, right? It, and it's, it stretches so far. But the reality of it is what happened in Brazil is not the paper ballots. It's whoever counts the ballots and whoever has the ability to print those ballots you know, the Fed can print whatever money they want. Who am I to say what a $100 bill is? They tell me what a $100 bill is. So they get to decide what currency goes into market. I just have to eat it. Same thing can be said for ballot printing company. Why are PE firms buying up printing companies when printing is becoming obsolete? Why? Why are they yeah. doing it? Why are they buying I, up voting companies? Why are they? Because they want, this is a corptocracy that they want to be able to control us as people. We are in a slave trade. Yeah, well, here's how we fix it. First of all, I mean, I agree with you 100%. Our, our money can be checked at a gas station with tumbleweeds for its validity and authenticity, but our ballots can't. They're printed off of PDFs. Like, literally, the Secretary of State of Ohio sent that to me. Then we have the tech oligarchs, right, the cyber oligarchs that we have that want to push, you know, blockchain voting, online mm-hmm. voting. Like, look how amazing it is in Estonia. Have you lived in Estonia? Like, that's like commie central with a utopic flair, right? And, and, it's, like, and it's like, look, uh, blockchain is an amazing technology if used correctly for consumer goods, right, and trade, but not for votes because you can bake in the, the, the codes in there and it's a problem. And that's why I say, when people talk voter ID, have you ever asked a Republican what they mean? And they will tell you it's blockchain ID. See, the Democrats used the, the, the argument that we need the QR code blockchain ID for uh, COVID passports. And now they're telling us it's for voting, right? Oh, blockchain is gonna be amazing. They want us on the system. Conic that was put out, you know, and, and, oh, you know, they sent data to China. So I was the one, you know, screaming in 2020 and 2021. We, in 2020, three, four days after, I sat there across from a lot of people and I said, why aren't we looking at Alaska? This is a freaking data heist. 
Alaska has like 10 people and they're still counting and no one listened. And it was being done through the underground cables. And I knew this because Connick was actually hired by the DOD years ago to perform internet voting and they had contracts and I had the receipts. I put an article up. I think Emerald Robinson actually covered it. Like this isn't something new. This has been ongoing. And then you have Connick that was bought out by Votum and Votum is something else and it's internet voting. That's what they want. They want us to have zero control and they have zero control over us. And it, that's exactly what it is. It's not rocket science. You know, the best elections we're gonna have is simple. You know, currency grade uh, ballots. We have it on camera, right? Where we're looking at the people counting them. They show it to the camera. We put in the vote and then we shred the ballot, right? For secrecy, right? Or whatever, or hold on to it. I don't care. The fact is we have evidence of it and we count it right then and there with our eyes on camera. We make it a party. Why can't we have teams like the New York Mets and the, and the Yankees fighting? Why can't we have counties rooting for each other as teams? We should make it like a team day. Elections should be fun because that's where we're hurt. That's our voice. That's our First Amendment. And that's what's even weirder, that there's no actual law that protects the right to vote except for your First Amendment. So we right. need to use that as synonymous, uh, that, that using these machines uh, take away our privacy right? right. because so they're stealing all our information. Right. And, and frankly, uh, the, from a privacy standpoint, that's not my biggest concern. My biggest concern, and, 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 and again, I'm talking from a person that knows data. Hmm. And I want people to understand the fact that data is, it's very difficult to get off the grid. It's very difficult. I mean, it's so difficult to get off grid that correlations to devices and even if you hide yourself on Proton, in the company that I ran before, I would find you. I would correlate you to devices. And once I found you, it was checkmate. Then I could find out how many kids you had, how much time you spent at work, how much time you spent at home. And you have no idea. And I don't really care what your name is. I could care less yeah. what your name is. No, I, I, I agree. You know, back in 2018 when they uh, kicked off my friend Laura Loomer from Twitter? Mm -hmm. She got uh, she 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 got another account just to watch. She was like, "Oh my gosh, how did they know it was me?" I was like, "Laura, don't you know? Your device is registered. You need a new phone to get on Twitter." Again. I, actually, that's not the no. way that they. That's not the way they. It, did it. it actually is. It no. is device no. IDs are locked to your account, and that's how they find you, especially when they can when your device has been flagged in the system. Once she got a new phone, she was able to just have a dummy account to stalk Twitter. That, yeah. That's a fact. So the. It's in the their yeah, so the way, the way that they do it is that they have a device match. I mean, just tell you how they do it. it they have a device match that happens, but that, and that is true, but that's simple. That's like level one. You go to level 99, it's I go and download another application, and you do application uh, gridding, so you grid the applications together. You happen to put in one bit of information over there that validates it. It sends the grid up and says, oh, this is the same person over here, because you always screw up and use yep. even password verifications if you use... Um, pictures and it takes the hash from the picture and you had it from another and it so it, it is it is a very complicated world when you start talking about mobile devices of how they can match you back it's very creepy i mean if you want to know the reality of it it's very creepy people say joe why are you not afraid of this lawsuit with with eric coomer it's because they already there they know it's this is not new to them what eric coomer's done everyone out there knows they know they they know. They know Eric Coomer is a radical leftist lying crap bag. They know. Because if I know, I can't be the smartest guy in the room when it comes to data. <laughs> they know. They know. Everybody knows. And the thing is, with the data, the genie's out of the bottle. We can't yeah. stop it. 
right now, you know, when you apply for a job, they look at, they purchase your AI profile. The concern that we should have as voters is that maybe we don't want our voting data involved in it because we might want a federal job. And they might say, hey, you voted for this guy and you can't get this job or this federal loan or they put you at the bottom of the list. You know, you never know. <laughs> you know, government is corrupt. And at least we should have that private. That nobody knows how you vote, right? Because then they know how you think. And, and, right. and I think that's a really good argument that we could use because privacy has been a continuous, you know, uh, continuous conversation that we've had. And a SCOTUS hasn't been presented with very good privacy cases. Um, right. You know, fix this election fraud. There's a couple of things we can do. We can target it from the privacy aspect. But what we can actually do is actively try to, um, uh, you know, get uh, Citizens United versus FEC thrown out. You know, McCain's last hurrah to enslave us was getting that done. Right. Uh, Citizens United versus FEC allowed corporations to have a voice in elections. And this is why we have super PACs and PACs. And this is why the cyber oligarchs get to dictate who's on that throne. And we don't. This is this is a major problem that nobody is talking about. And Citizens United FEC needs to go just like Roe versus Wade. And, and, and we have to target that. We have to say, you know, because it's so contradictory to what we hear. You know, Facebook is silencing and, and, and saying you can't speak, right? Because we don't agree with your speech. But then they're afforded free speech in our elections. We need to make a case like this. Now, if I had the money, right, I would be spearheading this, right? But all these people that have money, why aren't they doing it the right way? Because they don't want to fix it. Everyone's making money off of the same system, off of the system that keeps us oppressed. We're the consumers on a hamster wheel also being consumed. And that's the bottom line. So, uh, you know, if we could get rid of Citizens United versus FEC, that would take a lot of influence away from our elections. And that's all important. Right. But, but let's say that we can't. I mean, I always like to look at it from the war room mentality, thinking outside the box. Here's the box. Let's go outside the box. Um, I sat with a ton of influencers and leaders from around the country. We sat in a room and we just war room. We just went through and said, and everyone wanted to stay within the confines. We'll file this lawsuit, file this lawsuit. Um, and Tori, you file lawsuits. You, you like the legal system. Your lawyer is great at what he does. He is an amazing dude. I mean, I love that guy. Um, but I don't think you can win in the judici judiciary. I think it's too compromised. And, and the compromise until you get to the Supreme Court is not going to allow you to get to a place where you can redress your grievances. So I yeah, ask, that's okay. We go there. We go there. Let's make the law then, Joe. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Well, that's what I, we need to be doing. Let's go. I, I understand. And that makes a lot of sense to me. But I also know that we don't need to be, we need to be patient because it took a long time to get here. But we don't need to be so patient that we allow the erosion, the final erosion to occur where the people see a person as hopium. They see a person as their savior. They see a person as, all right, so let's wait another two years. President Trump is running for office. Now, I'm going to tell you something. I am loyal as a junkyard allegedly. dog. What do you mean, allegedly? Well, I mean, it doesn't, doesn't mean that we have to wait till 2024. I mean, people uh, need to... So hold on a second. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. I want to. I want to finish this. I think it's important because I think that you you are smart enough to to read through this and go, well, shit. Why wasn't I in the room? <laughs> and and actually, I didn't think about bringing you in the room, or I would have. Um, but we. 
we got together with, with groups in Arizona, and we said, we'll just shut it down. Well, I think inside the box. You know, if we ever address the grievances, shut it down. Why is it that Brazil can do it, and that Mexico can do it, and Germany can do it, and the tech, you know, the, the tech companies here and the, the corporate you know, baskets can do whatever they want in the United States to oppress us as people, and yet we don't go to the streets peacefully? Uh, Joe? You what? want me to help you? You know, you like to think outside the box. I like yeah. to build boxes and box people in. All right, Let so me tell you, you how Arizona can yeah. box them in right now. I'll give it to you. Carrie Lake. She can actually put them in a the box. She can file a quo warranto, and then the GOP in Arizona can demand to open up that counting software, and it's game over. Yeah, but you, okay, they tried what? that. They, they actually tried that in 2020. Remember? No, 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 no. They, they no, had no. a court order. No, no. Tori, they had a no, court no, order. No, no, no. Listen, no. they had a court order to get access to the routers. And to okay, this day, again. they've never gotten access to it. And nobody went to jail for violating a court order. No one. No one went wrong. to jail. Wrong. Wrong. You're, you're, you're listening to it wrong. Carrie Lake just lost by a small margin. She has the right to file an extraordinary writ or quo warranto. She can ask by what authority did Katie Hobbs do it? And she'll say, I got elected. Okay. Well, the law says that I can inspect the counting of the vote. Let me take a look. And then it's game over. We have remedies. It's just either we're not creative or we don't want to do it that way. That's the way it is. She's running for governor. Remember, Katie Hobbs is the second in command at the National Association of Secretary of States. They would not let her go. She is actually dubbed quasi as DHS official. These are very important things that we should be paying attention to. So she has every right to file a quo warranto. And if the Supreme Court of Arizona does not give it, she gets a rocket docket to SCOTUS and tick tock, the clock is ticking. This should have been done. I would have done that. If I was Carrie Lake, I would have done that. And the thing is, let the Supreme Court of Arizona say no. Because then you go to SCOTUS and you say, listen, this was a fine margin. We took forever. There were discrepancies. Machines weren't working. Let us at least take a look. And it became over. Yeah, so I, I want you to know that Carrie can do that. If she decides to do that, I mean, I, I, I'll, I'm going to send it over to her camp. I'm not... I am not educated enough on that. I am not a subject matter expert on that. I don't even really, I understand what you said. I don't even play a lawyer on TV. Um, so maybe, uh, I've just put it down. I'll do some research on it. M well, maybe. yeah, I got in contact with this, uh, certain people. I mean, I haven't had the opportunity to lay out the whole thing. For me, I'm not a lawyer, but I look at strategy, right? This is all strategy, and it's right. how you create a box, right? And if the quote warranto allows you to demand the court to say by what authority have they taken the seat, right, then they have okay. to come on the record and answer. And if they say the vote said that I won, right. then she could say I'm challenging that. And she should be afforded the right to take a look at it. That's the way the law works. This is the only thing uh, that is an extraordinary rate that has been applied before on local level races, you know, within city councils and stuff. But no one has actually exercised it on a bigger level. And right okay. now we actually have All right. opportunity so, to do it. So I'm going to say this, Tori. And look, I, I love the work that you're doing, but I need to say this. Everyone says game over. There's been like five. How many, Paulo? How many game overs have there been? I've lost I'm not count. I, Tori, I'm not I understand, but but we got we have to look at it from the game over standpoint. That's the we got to be careful how we use terms because then people it doesn't happen. We lose credibility, and so maybe this is something they do. I just sent it over to Fincham and said, "Hey, look at this. Is this something that you and Carrie Lake can do?" Right? I just sent it over to them. They'll research it. But l let me just let me just say this. 
the people are who was disenfranchised. Carrie Lake is just the vehicle. The people's vote was stolen from them. They, the, the election was, you're slaves, we're going to do whatever we want, dog and pony show, make it look like you're not the elephant tied to the, to the fence. We're going to make it look that way. In actuality, we're going to do the election any way we want. So the disenfranchisement lies with the people. And so I think, and I'm going to think outside the box, I don't care about judges. I think most of them are dog shit. That's what I think. I think they were picked on when they were in school, ended up becoming a judge, and like to piss on people. And they just do it politically among themselves. I don't respect them because they have ruined people's lives infinite number of times across this country. And they have not served up justice. They have just doled what they want based on some back door dealing in the back of, hey, how can we screw people and make decisions to hurt people, not based on the fact of the case? So I don't trust judges all the way up to the Supreme Court. John Roberts had an opportunity to hear the case in uh, for Texas. And I believe he was in there saying, there's people that are going to riot in the streets. And that's why he didn't take that Texas case and said they didn't have standing. But I think the people need to get in the streets and shut it down. It worked in Poland. I, 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 we can disagree. I, we can disagree. I say, you know, I use the term game over when it's game over. I said I won those elections. I did. I'm putting in the history books that the Secretary of State of Ohio is unconstitutional. I've just changed the law. And it's not I. I keep saying I and it's we because it was the people that did it. You know, these are the things we need to struggle with. The difference between winners and losers, right, or losers are lose and then they give up and roll over. Winners are losers that gave it one more shot. And until we find the top end and can't go anymore, that's how far we fight. Okay. And that is exactly how we do it with the, with the tools that we have. Okay. We do not need to go out on the streets. We can shut it down any day now. I've been saying this for two years. No, it, uh, listen. Us. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. We have a letter, by the way, that was written by groups in Arizona that's being distributed widely. Um, it now is up to seven hundred thousand people that have watched this video that we put out. It was me, Pete Santilli, and uh, John Tig Tigan. John, by the way, if you know anything about him, he's the guy that sat on the roof of uh, the, the the consulate building in Benghazi for 13 hours fending off terrorists that were trying to kill the Americans, save those Americans, and only to find out later that it was actually uh, concocted by CIA assets over in our own in our own government apparatus that wanted know, there to be I know, I know. I was part of the annex in Italy. I know exactly what happened in the castle. So, so, so I want to put this letter up, and I want to read it, and I want you to know that um, the people in Arizona want a redress of grievances, and they will shut down the the... the, the the, the state. It is going to happen. They have until tomorrow to agree to a new election. We know they're not going to. I am headed to Arizona. We haven't told them when we're going to shut it down. We've been very, very silent on that. You have the, you have the FBI. Everyone's trying to figure out. The, the Arizona GOP is trying to figure out what they're going to do. People are on caravans headed to uh, Arizona. You have people that are organizing in places like Michigan and Colorado, That's exactly California. What they want, though. That's exactly what they want to bring the blue helmets in. Bring whatever you want in. I, no, and Tori, why? hold on a second. Time out, time out, time out, time out, time out. I do not operate under the, that's what they want us to do. This is just like the J6 deal. They cannot bring blue helmets in at a state-level environment. It is not a federal environment. All election systems are at a state level. They have their own autonomy. right? So that, that, that's a basic standard. But the people of Arizona are the ones that got cheated. So I want to read this letter to you, and then I want and, and look, I'm not disagreeing with what you've done in, in Ohio, by the way. I think it's amazing. Um, 
No, I'm not doing it in Ohio. We are doing it all over the nation. But I am telling you, this is my wet dream. What you just said, when I want to topple a nation, is my wet dream. That is exactly what I would hope for, that people would organize so that way I can penetrate them. If you knew the stuff that I have on J6, the groups, the organization within it, right? You would scream to the top and I'm waiting to put it together because it is, it is part of the president's defense team. So I'm waiting to put it together correctly. Again, okay. this is... So, this so is hold on a second. Let me, let me finish this letter. Control. Let me read this letter to you. Uh, you probably already seen it, but let me read it anyway. Go ahead and put it up if you would, please. please. So this is a letter to Arizona. We demand a real midterm election immediately in Arizona. Three strikes for Secretary Hobbs in Maricopa County. The officials in Maricopa County are actively obstructing the will of, America, of Arizona voters. Between the officials in Maricopa County are, excuse me, between the ballot stuffing via drawer three, the 30% voting machine failures on election day, and the unexplained extended ballot counting, the election in Arizona cannot be trusted. Enough is enough. Arizona citizens no longer trust officials to count the votes of Arizonians with fidelity. The track record of incompetence and obstruction by Arizona elected officials and Secretary of State Katie Hobbs over the course of multiple elections proves they're untrustworthy. We, the people of Arizona, deserve better and we demand better. Our demand for remedy is we immediately demand the following. A special mass assigned to oversee Arizona elections, removing Katie Hobbs, Bill Gates, and Steve Richer from election oversight. Conduct a new election in Arizona on December 6, 2022, in-person voting, paper ballots, identification required, precinct-level hand counting of ballots on December 6, 2022. Ballots counted at the precinct to be sealed and transported by the county sheriff to a secure location. Complete election process transparency. Arizona citizens demand Arizona elected officials agree to these terms by the close of business on Friday, November 18th. Does this move one day? 18th, 2022, these demands, the new election are refused. Arizona citizens joined by American citizens from across the country will peacefully descend on Arizona until the new election is conducted. Elections belong to the people. Conduct a hashtag real midterm now. So, so that right, is the so, so, letter so, that was done. Go ahead. Okay, so let me just tell you something. Do you know how you could have fixed this with everything you said? That letter, you can actually file it in your courts because it, the Supreme Court of Georgia found that the people have standing when they feel that someone in an elected position has violated them. That actually was ruled on a month ago. That means that the people of Arizona right. would have standing. And if you put all that effort to have a million people, 700,000 people that are Arizona residents, file the same damn suit in the same damn court, citing the Georgia Supreme Court saying that if you're an elected official and people have agreements, you have a right, it's game over. They will have to respond to it. That is how you box them in. What you're doing is you're coming, I think, outside of the box which is fantastic but what we have to understand is every time we peaceful protest it is a, an opportunity to get infiltrated and cause another j6 okay and then we what? don't hold on time out time out will. We, we set up ROEs for this we actually are talking to groups there on the ground we can police ourselves and we can maintain a peaceful environment that is something that can happen and if somebody gets out of line and decides they want to be violent we zip tie them and deliver them to the FBI office their car is probably I said this before their car is probably in the parking lot underneath the, the uh, building so we'll just zip tie them and take them over to the FBI building at the end of the day the people cannot be relying on other people in order to get them to a place where they can have success and get their country back and and Frankly, I don't disagree with the fact if the quo warranto works and we can get access to it, great. But if we can't and they won't give us I a free and fair election. Solution. 
This is how yeah. you do it. You can demand an election in the court. You can say she was an elected official. She was a secretary yeah. of state. She disenfranchised us. Look at the Georgia Supreme Court case. It came out a couple weeks ago. That's, that's precedent right there, that the Georgia Supreme Court said that if you're an elected official and you're a citizen, it's not general grievance doctrine. You have standing, and you can use that. That's what I'm saying. There are other means that you can clobber up the, their system. You know, remember, at J6, we had our own policing, didn't we? How'd that work out? How did that work out? What do you mean we had it our own policing? We had our own policing. There were yeah. all these people that were hired supposedly for private security. It didn't work out. Okay. And, and, yeah. and, and, and as someone that has participated, I wasn't the chief election overthrower, right? I did my part. We pray that people think like that. They play into our hands, Joe. You're giving the opportunity so they can come in and cause it again. This is this is the problem. That yes, we're at war, and I'm with you. In any other timeline, in any other time aside from the 2000s or 1900s, I would be with you with my musket right next to you, skewing and skewering the enemy. I would be right there with you. Okay, but so what what would cause Tori? What would cause the blue hats to come into? Arizona over a state election. Tell me what would cause that to happen. Joe Biden can call it a federal emergency. He actually can't. Legally okay. can't. Well, he, you, he, he can't do a lot of things legally. He couldn't legally mm -hmm. impose a mandate. He couldn't legally do all these things. He couldn't legally do any of the stuff he does. He can't even legally tie his shoe. Okay? So, you know, we have to expect the worst from them, and that's it. Mm -hmm. I'm, I will pray for you guys. I hope that you succeed. Right? Hey, I for really the people do. that, by the way, that say that don't waste your breath on Joe, let me explain something to you. I'm the guy that put everything on the line, lost my company as a result exactly. of it, right? So exactly. if you, if you want to sit here and talk about the fact that I don't know what the hell I'm talking about, you can F off. Just get yeah, off the no, thing. Joe, Joe knows yeah, what he's talking about. Let me explain something about. to you. I'm going to have a conversation, and if you don't like it, you can fuck off. Because as far as I'm concerned, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to work the problem. So I'm going to Correct. Arizona. So the only person that's going to get arrested is Joe going to Arizona. Right? And, and am I ready for that? Yes, I'm ready for that. I'm ready to give up my life for this country because I have kids, and I want my kids, I want future generations to have an opportunity in this country. I was also a poor kid from the hood. And if you don't Amen. think I, I've, I've never seen a fight I didn't like. So if Amen. you don't like authenticity and you don't like the fact that we can have a debate here, then get off. Beat it. That's, thank you, Joe. And can and I ignore, say one thing I about get, that? I get trolls all the time. I love the fact that we're having a debate because then people can see that you know everyone has the same goal and everyone approaches things differently. And I absolutely admire for everything you've done. You know that, Joe, right? And that's what's important. Don't let them get to you. I no, get people get on, on all the time calling me a criminal, and it's like I have no criminal record. Like you know, whatever. What were you saying, Apollo? I talked over you. I'm so yeah. sorry. No, you're fine. This is what I'm, I'm going to say. This like. The, what just happened there and what's happening in the comments this attitude oh this, this is, is just part the of people that came in these are the no, no, these stop, are the stop, these are the stop, insurrectionist stop. people that want to do this Screw little controlled people. opposition stuff it doesn't matter okay. this yeah. is it doesn't matter cuz it's real in this movement and like in conservative space this is a big problem this is not a bad conversation this is not people at each other's throats this is an honest debate and this is an actual debate over some very big things that are in the minds of a lot of people right now and when we, you know, Joe and Tori, I'm sitting here because, uh, you know, they're talking tech, but the, I agree and disagree with both of them on some of these points. But, like, I'm behind this plan. I don't know some of this background like Tori, but when we start having these kind of conversations, so many people in this movement go, oh, we don't agree. Like, we don't have to be on a podcast 
and sit here and like go yes mm, okay and play like that's what healthy debate is that's yes. what has become the problem is that that cannot happen otherwise you're like you're rude you you, you guys hate each other it does, that that's healthy this is actual discourse so and anyone who's saying don't waste them. your breath you're the problem if everyone was doing this honestly and authentically and not getting offended and thinking oh they hate me or oh he's an idiot then we wouldn't be in the situation that we are hey tori do you feel are that you? i'm being dismissive of you not at all you all know right. what this so, is exactly so tori this can is fight her own battles i just want to be really clear tori yeah, can fight her own me. battles and i've already told her and i've given her the support in a lot of different ways Right? And I support you too. Yeah. Listen, everything you're going to do, you guys are going to go down to Arizona. You're going to descend. I will pray that you're safe. I will yeah. pray that it's not one of my, you know, past wet dreams of hoping that the nations do exactly that. I'm telling you, I'm speaking to you from experience overseas. I don't know what will occur. I right. will pray for you and I support you. I'm telling you how I feel. And this is exactly it. We all need to be having conversations like this. We all should be having these conversations out in the open because this is how we have parlay, right? And this is how we come to solutions. I mean, if we're all going to sit here and agree with each other, then then we're no different than the left that says, mind your P's and Q's and, you know, sit there. We're supposed to have these debates. You know, there's people that yeah. raw, you know, when President Trump says capital punishment, you know, or kill all the drug dealers. I'm like, no, most of these mules are people of human trafficking. You know, some of them are cut out and some of them are dumb, right? You, you know, we can't all paint a broad brush. I'm against capital punishment. That doesn't mean that I don't like President Trump, right? I will be there advocating for him not to do it. These are the discussions we should have. We're not all going to agree on methods or execution. I mean, this is the problem that we have in today's society, that if we're having an, a, a conversation where we're going back and forth and opposing sides, that it means that, oh, this is just wrong and we have to take a side. That's the problem with the party system, you see? Now we circle back to the election. We're polarized. So right. tribal that it's either red or blue, black or white, we can't kind of find a middle ground. That's the problem. Right. And, and so, you know, I personally, I'm saying from my perspective, if I was in Arizona and that was my state, I would have flooded the courts like the next day and I would have used the Georgia precedent. It would have been clogged up in the system. I would have gotten all these attorneys to write cookie cutter cases and I'd be like, yo, you want to fight? File this. Here's, here's some money. I've got a donor and a sponsor that's going to pay for it. Let's right. all do it. And, 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 and hit them. You know what? You can do your, your boots on the ground and you could do that. You could double prong it, right? You can make them so confused that they don't know what fight to fight first. You know, there's so many ways that you can attack it. The more fires you light. And, and there's good that what you just said is pretty awesome because that's exactly what we're doing. We're working the problem from different areas, a bunch of other things that we're doing. Um, we're gathering as much information as we possibly can on the individual parts and pieces of the elections. We're getting videos back and we're creating a, a, a simplified message that we can send out to uh, people across the country so they're talking the same language and they're getting the same analysis or telling us if they see it from a different light. So, I mean, Apollo, we were on the, on the call with, with, what, six or seven other guys and they're like, well, what about this? And I was like, oh, crap, I didn't even think about that. Yeah. Um, and they didn't, they didn't start out agreeing with us. They didn't start out. And at the end, they said, all right, well, here's some things that you need to consider. And one of the reasons why I brought it up on this call or on this on the podcast is because I think it's important to work the problem from a place of humility. And you might be right. The quo warranto, I just sent it to Fincham. I'm like, Fincham, what is this? Why did you guys do it? <laughs> well, I don't know why we, you know, we didn't think about it because we were running so fast, you know, the last week. But I, like 
Tori, you're saying things that like I just I don't have any experience. I don't have any knowledge yeah. of. Yeah. So and you're saying these things, and I'm going, wow. But then me as a me as a man, I'm just gonna say like, because this is hard for me actually, because like as a man and like seeing how repeatedly the uh, the justice system and everything has failed us. Like me and my heart, we're talking about this. I just want to go in there and just shut it down. But then, oh my you gosh. Know, I'm with you. I want to drag them out by their hair. I mean, I, I'm telling you, like, for, for example, yeah. I'm going to take it back outside of elections. I was a victim of that. I stood in front of a court where I sat in front of a judge, and I was like, so the attorney general is demanding that I give all this information, right? My phone records, my emails, and all this shit, right? right. Well, he hasn't provided me a complaint. That's unlawful search and seizure. But besides that, I said, he's already issued secret subpoenas getting my bank accounts and stuff before he even came to court. That's not even legal. So this needs to drop. You know what he did? He proceeded with the case. And I said, okay, then you're going to find me in contempt. You're going to rule in his favor because I'm not playing this game, right? Uh, it, this happens all the time. Judges are bought. You know, the Pfizer attorneys that are suing now, you know, I made one simple suggestion because I'm not a lawyer. I said, have you asked the judges to recuse themselves, right, if they have Pfizer stock? And they're like, no, they're supposed to normally do it with their, uh, you know, filings and stuff. Did you ask? Guess what? Out of the five judges, four recuse themselves see sometimes the simplest answer is always there and the boots on the ground hey i even talked about it on my show i would love to encircle the house of and state legislators in ohio and say yeah. no we're not paying with our tax money into the boys and girls club because les wexner is still on the prowl he was the employer of epstein we're not doing it right i i have said it but then i'm like you know i'd love to do it but just as myself having encouraged riots overseas to get outcomes we pray that the people actually do something because then it's easier for us to infiltrate and i speak from that point you know i speak from that pain because i know the the playbook doesn't mean that you'll fail or you'll be infiltrated you're going to try your best i'm going to do my best but, but i will pray yeah. all of us will pray but we can target it multiple we can do the core warranto we can have arizona citizens cite that georgia supreme court case and file lawsuits saying that they've been you know disenfranchised the elected official violated their duties they can just attack and so what if you get a no you've made public record that's yeah. that's more yeah. than enough. Their kids and their future will see what POSs they are. They will see the fight they mm. put up for their well, nation. I so I I mean me being the person that I am, um, I promised my kids when they were born that I would protect them to the bitter end. I made that commitment, and I've done that. My kids are now twenty five and twenty two. They're amazing kids. The fruit of my tree has been amazing. They are honest, ethical, moral, great young man or young man and a young woman i'm so proud of everything that they've done but now i see that the same opportunity and and yeah will they be fine will they have opportunity yeah yeah but my fear is it's not and and, and it's not me that i'm worried about like i'll be fine i, I i'll just go retire <laughs> i mean I, i'll just go i don't know even if even if I go broke, I don't care. I, I, I was good. I liked Roman, ramen noodles when I was a kid. I liked it. My happiness, my joy is not tied to how much money I have. Same. But but I but I want to look at I want to look at those people that come from where I came from, poor. You know, I, I spent my life 
I've spent the better part of the last 15 years literally sitting on boards, helping refugees, helping people that are in uh, uh, environments where they're disadvantaged, uh, paying for private school education for kids that are in school districts that, frankly, aren't even teaching these kids the basics. 80% are dropping out. And I'm like, listen, let's, let's save these kids from this area and give them an opportunity to dream to be a judge or, uh, God, I mean, I'd love to have some good judges that, that had opportunity that really have a passion for others. Uh, pilots, hopefully never lawyers, but lawyers, doctors. Um, I, I want them to have an opportunity to say that when they walk into school and says, hey, what do you want to be when you grow up, Johnny? And they're like, yeah, you know, I think I want to be a pilot. That that's, a, that's, an opportun- that's, that's a realistic opportunity for someone that grows up in the hood. But right now, it's not that way. So the more the votes are, are, are stolen, the more that we allow fentanyl and, and sex trafficking and all this stuff to happen to our establishment, to happen to our communities, the more that starts to creep out and that degradation takes over the entire country. And I don't want to see that happen. So when I fight, I fight for that. I fight for the free and fair elections for those kids that, frankly, are picking a D over an R because of propaganda, not because of truth. And, and so... I'm willing, to, I'm willing to die for my country. Now, it doesn't mean that I want to be violent. It doesn't mean that I want to go into this and be stupid. I still want to be prayerful. I end every podcast with a prayer, every single one of them. It has changed, it has changed everything about who I am when I've done that. It's made me calmer. It's made me understand where we are. It's made me more able to listen to what you just said and say, all right, so I don't understand that. I need to research it because I love to research. But also be realistic in the fact that it's the poorest among us that feel invisible. And I want to give them the ability to be visible. I want to give them the ability to have something other than be told that you can go be a Le- LeBron James or, or a Serena Williams. I want them to, to be able to use their brains because they're super smart, not get tied into something because they never had the opportunity to hope or dream about anything other than where they are. Yeah. Well, you know, it's, 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 it's exactly what all of us want. Their future isn't going to affect us, Joe, and possibly not fully our kids, but it will affect our grandkids. And it's yeah. not going to be pretty what they have yeah. in store for us. And right now we are living in a nation that is not free. We are only free yeah. on paper. You know, we are at this point in time in a communist nation with the illusion that we're free. You know, we are not allowed to speak our mind. We are not allowed to be heard at the ballot box. Yeah. We are being shamed for questioning authority. When has that ever been possible in a nation like the United States of America? You know, they dumb down our arguments as if we care about skin color when we don't. Right. Now, there may be that 1% of idiots, yep. right, that come on both sides, white people, black people, whatever, right? <laughs> because it, racism isn't just from white people, right? Yep. It goes the other way, too. But nobody cares. It's 2022, and they have reduced us to that level. And this, yeah. this, this, this archaic tribalism to control us where we pit it against each other rather than sit down and have conversations to find solutions. Um, and it's always about who wins the argument rather than who solves the problem when we should all be merging together and not seeking to capitalize on it. You know, Joe, I'm going to tell you something. My biggest disgust throughout all this time and i'm going to talk about the masks right was that you know i have a daughter she's Mm -hmm. she's in high school now and um when the mask came along i was like um 
you know, they're forcing you to wear it. She's like, I'm not going to wear it and they're not going to make me. And she would cite the fact that she has a constitutional right to not have to wear it because she doesn't want to identify as a biohazard because she's not unless they can prove it. And so I actually filed a lawsuit pro se and a bunch of other parents did too. And the reason that was done was not to get rid of the masks because we won that argument on document, right? But it was to ensure that parents have the right to represent their children. And that was very important to me. And I think it's very important to a lot of parents that actually participated in it. Right now, I'm actually in the Sixth Circuit with that case, just so you know. And so I filed this case and I won. I actually, I'm not a lawyer and I went pro se. And an actual law firm with four attorneys had to go back to their law firm and say that they lost an unopposed motion to a pro se. That's how good I was. And so at the end, the judge decided that I'm not allowed to represent my child. Now, there's no law that says that you can't represent the civil rights of your child, right? And obviously, I have a listener base. I could have asked them to help me with the costs, right? right? But I did not. Instead, I stood there and focused on the pro se argument. So he threw it out. Here's the bottom line. Unless you're a kid that has parents that can afford an attorney, in our nation, you are not afforded civil rights. As parents, we are required to feed, clothe, and, and take care of our children. But if, if their rights are violated, we are not allowed to stand up for them unless we have the money to do so. And so this is the argument that I brought in front of the Sixth Circuit. Because once that's done, guess what? The vax mandates against the governor, game over. The mask mandates, game over. Because I won those arguments with the law. I used the right things. I didn't say that it causes all of this and that. I said they get paid to do this. Right? And the thing is, we shouldn't have to be paying out the nose in order to get justice. Okay, I shouldn't so, have to go up to the Supreme Court to get this done. And hopefully this will be remedied. So, so I, I mean, I like the fact that you fought those fights. I have fought fights where I've walked in and act, you know, like the Forrest Gump of, well, I don't know, but this isn't right judge <laughs> and, and and one cases that way because i'm willing to stand up for what's right and say all right let's look at it but you know someone just said something interesting in that that it, justice should not be it should not be expensive it shouldn't be for the wealthy it shouldn't be for who they decide is going to get justice while they manipulate and persecute others. That's not a that's not a nation that this this country was founded on yet that's where we find ourselves now and in order to reset it, I believe that it's going to take an immense amount of pain on their side. You know, the laundering money through through Ukraine back through a currency, then pulled the $10 billion foundational capital under, out from underneath it, let it collapse and collapse billions of dollars of other people's money while they were able to take the money out the back door. That happened. All while funneling money into Democrat and Republican coffers, trying to keep everybody just to shut up enough where it won't matter. So, so we should not have an invisible class. We should not have an invisible class. We, we should have a poor class because some people just make bad decisions and you end up poor, right? It just happens. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, it does. And you know, this FTX thing is bigger than anyone is talking about. Right. FTX, you know, we need to talk about future forward. That's the one that was getting all the FTX money. We should right. talk about Asana, which is a subsidiary of Facebook, which got a ton of money from it, right? And, and no one's calling out Alphabet Inc. that was part of it too. You know, Google complied and conspired with them to drop the bottom out from cryptocurrency. Why? Because there were 
or they're deploying the CBD. You know, they're 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 deploying the cryptocurrency. It's it's simple. It's kind of like the Justice Smalley thing. While everyone was looking at the MAGA people at 2 a.m., I was like, hey guys, they're passing a lynching bill. He's pretending he's getting lynched. Can you not see the connection? The day that he comes out crying that people at 2 a.m. while he's getting fake tuna fish at Subway put a noose around his neck and lynched him and he used those words is when Kamala Harris and 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 Spartacus were there pushing the lynching bill on the same day can could no one see that no because we're in the show this is why enjoy the show is important what people need to understand is we're not just watching a show we're not just watching these actors play their role but we're also participants as spectators Right. And it's time that we become active participants and flip the script on them. You know, I, when we were down there in November of 2020, one contractor walked up to my friend Millie Weaver. Do you know what he asked her? He said, what script are you on? What role are you playing here? And it's like, and I had told her everyone's tasked. And she freaked out. She was like, whoa. And she was like, oh, Tori, you were right. I was like, Wait, dude, who was this? Millie Weaver, she was asked that. In DC, what role or what script are you on? And so she, by an official, you know, but by, by some contractor, she was shocked, you know, because it was something that I had told her in the past that everyone's filling a script and playing a role. You have to pay attention to the teams, and this is why I said watching enjoy the show is imperative before you right. see the J six, because then J six will make total sense. Um, you know, like CNN stole my footage. That Pelosi stuff of her getting punched, I had that stuff in August. I was up in New York and I met with, and it was dumb me that said, I'll let you see it as long as you don't use it. And the producer used it. This was all a production, HBO production. Alexandria Pelosi was in it. B we got the BBC, all these documentarians. Well, they had the them show. on, uh, they had them in one of the most recent trials. We, I mean, we played it and it's, it's ridiculous to watch. They have them reading teleprompters like gavel. I mean, it, the whole Guys. thing's ridiculous. Guys, you know, I had I had money that I was trying to find, and look how God works. So today, last minute, I got more evidence because you know those that scream the loudest have the most to hide, right? Mm -hmm. And there's some person that just doesn't like me, and I don't know why, right? And they're just so apathetic. I'm not going to name the name because we don't we don't shame name here, right? But. Then I got receipts that that person actually participated in J6, paying people to go to J6. What? And I was like, yeah, I got actual receipts, like bank receipts. And it's like, so these are journalists. These are people within our conservative circles that were supposedly funding people to head down to J6. Now, the question is, did they give any instructions to them? Did they do anything? That's not my job to find out. Because I know a lot of us have lost faith in the FBI and the CIA, right? And, and yes, it's, it's a hot mess. But we have to remember that none of them join those agencies to destroy their nation. And there's a lot of really good people out there that are fighting and keeping their head down. Obviously, we'd like them to stand up rather than sit down in their chairs. <laughs> but, you know, we'll do what we can. All right, and so, so, so I have to ask you this question because we're running out of time. And I really, yes. really, really want to get this out because... I didn't really understand what Apollo was saying earlier, and this is a part of the Enjoy the Show, right? That's the, the documentary you have. And I, I'm not sure that, that I understood the concept of this, but CAA is yes. a... Creative Artists Agency. 
an agency that does not exist. So this creative artist agency, it doesn't exist. Yeah. Well, no, it does exist, but I call it the C underscore A, CAA. This is where the CIA does most of their work. You'll find that Joe Biden has a contract with them too. They're um, the contract to everyone you see. CAA, as you can see in the film too, um, also shows that they uh, have contracts with all these people. And is he still up there? I have the screenshot. Put Joe Biden. Yeah, he was Biden. up. Uh, he was up yesterday, but he was on the yeah. he was on the other side. There's two of these. Oh. Okay, yeah. so let, let me, I, guys, listen. For those of you who are listening. I was blown away by this. <laughs> I, I would. Where have I been? Like I, I, hung, I hang out with guys that are billionaires. Yeah, I have. I mean, I know. I mean, I, I hung out with. I got friends that are just. Yeah, I got you know, invited like the to. Polar bears, what's the that? polar bears? The Coca-Cola polar bears. That was a psyop too. Hands across America. That was a psyop too. And subtly in the film, we showed how you know, before this. the U.S. Marcel. Everybody else knows more than I do. No. <laughs> who's, who's this? Uh, CAA yeah, is the outfacing portion of the CIA. I'm like this. I'm going, are you serious? This is what I was talking about you before. They, uh, so I'll find it. Job, I literally, last night, I was on this website. So I'm just playing for you without audio uh, from Tori's documentary, Enjoy the Show. Uh, this is about 45 minutes in, uh, and it goes through the polar bear stuff. If I skip it, Tori, do you mind if I play a minute or two of this? Not at all, not at all. So uh, this, See, I think, is a good what spot. makes this book exciting? It's why I did it. There's kind of a paradox of sorts, right? Uh, very few people outside of Hollywood know what CA is or those initials, and yet it follows us all day. I mean, they're part of our lives <laughs> probably more so than any of us realize. <laughs> I've watched it three From times now. Game of Thrones to Star Wars. Ovid's co-founded creative artist agency, a dominating force in the talent agent business. He helped shape the careers of, listen to this roster, Steven Spielberg, Meryl Streep, Bill Murray, and David Letterman. He is also the agent behind classic movies like Jurassic Park, Ghostbusters, Schindler's List, and Rain Man. I have to tell you that I am a CAA girl, very, very proud to be represented by the firm. <laughs> Going to the Chipotle, <laughs> CA does their marketing. I mean, you turn on the radio, Katy Perry's there. That's CA. I mean, so I just, I love the idea that there's this little iceberg there. People in Hollywood know it, but below the surface, there's a lot unknown. Well, the reason I like CAA is because Fred Spector gives the best presence, and he can crush anybody that gets in my way. And so I'm going to end it in a few seconds, but just, this is wild. Business plan to take over the world. What's his plan? You know, these guys negotiate. Don't you know they handle everybody on the space shuttle? However, CAA has endured and come to represent... What, what is... What are we... What no, no, is no, no, happening it's real. here? There's a, you, there's a whole you, section on their site for astronauts. Yeah, well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Yeah, everything's orchestrated, and I'm not going to get into that, but we know where I want to go because <laughs> for my show, I've shown the, the Tell Me Lies, Tell Me Sweet Little Lies with the NASA videos. I'm going to leave it right there. But, uh, you know, I want to I bring your attention to something that we all will remember, and it's in the documentary in a snippet. And I want to say, this was done by some very creative people. Broken Anthem, Texanon, they all go by monikers. Their credits are in there. Um, a lot of this was a crowdsourced effort with like a zero budget right and this was created to wake the masses up to see because this is a very real movie that we're watching 
and we are the spectator and the participant and there are very real consequences to this and here's a very simple example remember in the 80s where we had all these movies with rocky attacking the russian do you remember all the anti-russian <laughs> movies and then we sent a concert to Russia and then suddenly the USSR fell. You see where I'm going with this? They tell you everything you need to know. Or Sean Penn, who met with El Chapo while he was still on the run and no one found him. What is happening here? What is that? Sorry, no, last time you blew my mind, I didn't sleep for two days, okay? okay I'm so now I'm like- if you're okay. If you're okay, I'm gonna drop a name. So this isn't in the documentary, but a lot of the conservative people that we see have actually come through these agencies very specific ones very specific ones and they have just pulled their pants down with the nice operation that oh, President I will watch Trump it yeah, yeah. sorry I'm I just want to watch it this is a movie that you can sit down at Thanksgiving with your family and watch and you will understand it and it, there's no profanity it's all straightforward and it shows you the psychological operations through time we're starting with you know the first time we went to war they won an award for the propaganda film and that for is wings. where they realized yeah, for Wings. It was the first Academy Award. And don't you remember Governor Cuomo getting a, a, an award for his performance as governor? Like, they can't, they're spelling it out and no one's listening. And if you point it out, you look crazy. And it's like, no, dude, I used to write a lot of these scripts. There's a lot of movies out there that I help write because I wanted people to see things our way. There's a whole team of people within the agency, and I know a lot of them hate me right now, usually part of the NRO though, <laughs> you know, all contractors that write these movies in books. Arcadia, have you watched that movie? You need to watch it, then you'll understand what happened with COVID because that was the plan. See, some of us actually want to wake people up and it's not like there aren't writers. Yeah, we drop anonymous scripts off. They're like, holy shit, this is genius. And then they get an anonymous donation along with that script and you watch Spielberg put that on. Hey, That's the way it goes. Tori, Tori, Apollo, how many times we would go somewhere and meet with influencers and they're like, hey, you need to connect with Tori. Like what you just set up on the stage, you got, you guys got to get together. Yep. <laughs> and then I was at, where were we? We were at the- They don't know me too, right? It's like I don't exist. I, so, but, but I mean, Tori, and then I was like, find me Tori. Remember we were at the event? What was it? It was- um, um, Lindell? Lindell's event, right? Yeah. And I see Tori, Tori sees me, and I'm like, hey, <laughs> we got, and then I, we had to leave. I'm like, I gotta leave, but we gotta get connected because everybody says we need to talk. And then you drop some crap on my forehead with this lawsuit. I read it and I'm like, oh, crap. I go home, I'm talking to my wife and I go, you've got to read this. She goes, so she read it. She goes, is that real? <laughs> I go, it's yeah. real. Now and you're and I think they took Biden off the website since like yesterday. Well, I know. And the thing is, isn't it weird how it only has that many views? That's so bizarre, right? But it, it, this should have had like this probably this on the back end I've seen on the analytics has been seen over 2.5 million times, but it only shows like tens of thousands, right? Three of them I've are from me. Yeah, well, I can tell you, well, they don't count the, 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 the repetition, but I'm just saying, I can see when it was actually how many times people have uh, ripped it. You know, you could see the back end, right? And so I scraped the back, and it's over 2 million views, and they're all pretending it's not there. Hey. And the thing is, you can't take it down. And I'm not monetized on it, by the way. I'm making no money on it because <laughs> okay, they've hit sorry, me with sorry. that thing. That we have this troll that likes to stay in there, and we it's Coomer, I think, because Coomer would be probably this type of person. Always says stuff that just is nonsense. 
and tries to do something. We, we, call, we, call, we call her a coomer. So she says, Tori is a Russian agent, buds with... <laughs> with yeah, you know, actually, actually, there was something on Reddit about me where they were like, holy shit, oh, yeah. we don't know anything about her intelligence, but I think back in 2000 and whatever, she had crossed paths with a Gru agent. And it's like, bitches, I used to hang out with them because I used to watch them all. You know, that's how I actually met Patrick Byrne, watching him hang out with all those people. You know, it's not... It's, <laughs> it's like, that was my job. My job was to lie. They're like, your background sketchy. And it's like, but that was my job. So, like, you're faulting me for doing my job and being in disguise and being all these people when that was my job. I mean, Patrick Byrne would not have recognized me if he didn't hear my voice. Because the last time I actually met with him, I did not use a voice changer. I, it was just me because it was on the fly and it was last minute and it was a high-value target. He'll tell you that, too. And it was totally last minute because I was in college at the time. Well, that's funny. So that's what really they really call me in HVT. Well, I'm just saying, you know, it's, it's, yeah. it's, 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 it's funny, but this movie, right, this documentary was put together by amazing people, and we even have a song, listen to this, some singer, a, a, a performer by the, that goes by the name of Dianon, created mm -hmm. a song over a, a few years ago mm -hmm. that is exactly what this movie is about. Talk about coincidence. It's almost like he knew. And this was in the process for a very long time. It should have been out last Christmas. Uh, well, it came out on election day. And it covers everything from COVID to everything. This is all about hijacking your reality. And this is something that Millie Weaver tried to put together where we actually used an actual asset and brought him in. And I said, you know, we can always flip assets if we show them love. It didn't work. They like money. But, you know, you, know, you, you, you try to show the truth, uh, you know, in ways that people can digest. And I think this was uh, tastefully done, perfectly done. We have a director's cut coming, and we're thinking maybe we could do it as DVDs before they right. eliminate it. Um, you know, on uh, uh, on uh, electronic platforms. But this is something that Kanye West should have been part of this. You know, uh, I, I was talking about the CAA and all these uh, conservatorships way before it was something new. I, I Guys, a, a long time ago, I did a Britney Spears show. And I had my chat filled with people. My God, I listen to you for news and foreign and domestic policy, and you're talking about Britney Spears. And, and they were trashing me. And I was like, this is important. This is going to be relative to Hunter Biden, politicians, and other performers. You're going to see it come. This is going to happen, and she's going to win. And, and, and they hated me. And lo and behold, a month later, this thing blew up with Britney, and suddenly everyone was on top. And, and Liz Crokin did an amazing documentary, you know, Slave Princess, right, which was fantastic. I want to see someone do it for Hunter, too. I mean, the movie My Son Hunter, that was an amazing movie put together. Uh, it told the story very well. Um, and I wish it would have focused more on his, um, on his um, uh, conservatorship because he's a drug addict. That's how they controlled him. Yeah. By the way, somebody you know? just said that uh, they would like to have Kanye on here. We are going to have Kanye West on here. That is happening. I have somebody that's working on that right now to get him on the show. And somebody also said that Kanye's right. I got to tell you something. Kanye right? Kanye has not been wrong yet. I'm on Team well, Kanye. I'm just saying. I, I'm going to tell you something. Is unbelievable. I, look, look, look. Let me tell you something. When I saw Ye go to the Trump Tower, I prayed like no other, you guys. I, I actually cried because I was like, they are going to destroy him. And then I saw him bleach his hair. That's part of the humbling uh, ritual that they have. I know because they do it in the agency too, to their clandestine assets. I've seen it. 
the same brainwashing they do to Hollywood stars, they do for assets within the agency. I've seen it. Um, you know, the humiliation and breaking them down because most people that are clandestine assets, right, that are brick and mortar agents, they're, they're like psychopaths, sociopaths. Like they're freaking crazy. Like they're the people that you do not want to cross because they might flip a switch and, you know, they get that shiny eye and you're like, yeah, okay, so I'm out of here. So um, when I saw that, I felt so much pain for him because I knew what was coming. And and the thing is, Dave Chappelle's another one, right? He lives in Ohio. I want to take him right. out to dinner, but we can wine him and dine him like a king because he is trying to fight the system. But like he said, you know, when you lose a billion and a half within a day like Ye did, it's very simple to bend the knee and put the chains back on. And, and I commend him for trying to stay strong through this time. They're going to use his kids against him. They're going to use everything against him. And what we as people, no matter where we sit politically, we need to be supporting him. You know, Rose McGowan was shamed for coming out and speaking. That woman was brave. They meld, yeah. they mesh their mind, you know, and, and, and there's no sympathy. You know, I'm, I'm a very, I don't play nice. And when I say that, I smile. And, and, and people very high up, they're like, what do you think of them? I don't play nice. And they're like, you're smiling. Yes, because they know that I don't like rubbish. I lived a life where I lived lying because that was my job. And the minute that I decided that, you know what, no, you just cut me, oh, game on, right? Hey, so, game on. So way to, go just said, way, way to go just said I'm going to be a lot smarter after this show. You're right because I'm going to go watch the movie. Uh, yeah, Pasternak. I, very coincidental name too, by the way. You know, I I don't, and I'm a man. I'm sitting here going. It's really hard. We have to have sympathy for, for people, you know. Um, you know, and we see it all the time. Look, we talk about the stars. Well, they could just go away. You know, it's just money. Well, how many of you took the vaccine because you needed money for your job? It's the same thing. It's just a different degree. And that's the thing. You know, we need to have more compassion for our fellow man and understand their weaknesses. I can be a really, really bad person sometimes, nasty when I get upset. But, well, I've reined that in a little bit. But I want to. I want to put my evil hat back on because I know what I'm capable of, right? I just try to rein it in because it's not good for our souls. And the more we have compassion, the more our eyes are open to and, and, and I think, you know, God has us in every single aspect. And I, I'm telling you, I cannot explain to you how hard I prayed for Ye that day. Because I knew that him going to the Trump Tower, it was game over for him. And that's why you saw him emerge with the bleached head. It was so bad. And Enjoy the Show was just the first hit. I think the people that cooperated in it are like, hey, let's do more. Maybe we could do more on the humiliation rituals. Um, Maybe we can have people come and we can interview them. I know this stuff. I've seen it. They well, do so, it to our own people. Sorry, I don't yeah. want to cut you off. Just I, I, no, I, I want to pump the. I want to pump what you're saying right now. Uh, and number one, I think you should. You absolutely, my opinion, need to do more. So, I uh, like part of my brain is a little bit retarded. So <laughs> I could I could attest. No, it's to that. true. So when I like when I was younger, uh, anyone who actually knew me when I was younger, like I was nuts. Because I just, like, all the stuff on TV, like, everyone thought it was weird because I couldn't watch TV. I couldn't watch movies because it would freak me out because I was just looking at all these, like, symbols and all these things that were going on. And I was, like, all of college, I lost all my friends. I lost all my friends when I was in high school because I was talking about vaccines and all these other things. All the MK Ultra, the programming that they're putting, the fact that the politicians are all actors. Everybody thought I was nuts. 
which didn't really bother me, but I was overjoyed when I watched this, and I've now watched it three times because of how like digestible you made what an you know this this massive animal uh, and kind of ripped the veil off of the Hollywood connection because I I had been looking at this stuff for a long time and kind of gave up a few years ago because I never thought anything was going to change. And then the CAA stuff, I never saw it. And you literally went all the way back to the beginning of it historically in the intelligence agencies. You went through Russiagate, Trump's elections. You went through previous uh, clandestine things. You went through COVID. You went through Ukraine. Like, it's it's a really, really, really powerful uh, documentary. Uh, Like, I I truly, this is one of the best uh, presentations that I've seen ever for waking people up to the theater that like all the world's a stage it is is really really spot on if you have not seen this you need to see it and then you need to watch it like probably four more times uh, yeah and, and 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 think about it and look at the people well, judging me how come you haven't seen it yet right right well how are you gonna know that's the thing that's what i was gonna bring up right now joe so yeah. what apollo said is there was a lot of thought put into this the people yeah. that put it together uh you know the storyline the way it was digestible because these were people that didn't have my eyes they had average people's eyes right and so it was done through their eyes so they can digest it the question we should be asking ourselves is why hasn't the conservative media pick this up when it's so huge and the thing is because they despise me for calling them out because they know they're part of the system the majority of them i'm telling you straight up we have a lot of conservative people that come from these agencies that are subsidiaries of those agencies and that have been propped up and put together. And so the question people should be asking is why has no one covered this? Right? And that's the reason because they're also part of the problem. And you know, that will be coming to fruition in one of another future documentary where maybe we can call it pants pulled down or something, you know, or here it is because there is no explanation. You can not like someone. I can not like someone, but when they have information that is important and it is, and it is imperative that people watch it, I will share the crap out of it because it doesn't matter where it's coming from. It's what it says. And that's the problem. That we're not, they, it's all about them and not about the people. And so I commend you, Apollo, for even saying that. This is something that people should watch on Thanksgiving. You can watch it with your lefty friends and none of them will tell you that it's wrong. None of them. I mean, a lot of people didn't know that John Brennan signed off on those visas. That was a show too. Well, well one, one just la- sorry. I'm, uh, last thing, what you're talking about about the lefties, like you, it goes all the way back to as you mentioned in Russia, and you know, then earlier than that, they played the you know, yay Russia movies as they were you know they were you know moving against Germany. I mean, it's just all the same players, and they're just shifting sides. So you talk repeatedly and make the point that they control both sides of the opposition, just like they did in every instance throughout history. All these wars, all these conflicts, all the uh, you know, overthrows they went in and instigated. And it's the exact same thing here. The people on the left here, other than the bad apples who really are bad apples, the majority of them actually have like emotional investment in what they're saying. They're, they're logically out of their, out of their mind, but they actually are, they're upset about kernels of truth. Like they actually do see and they feel something is very wrong. There is corrupt. The system is working against us. It's not fair, but then they twist that and dial up the pressure in their hearts so then they, you know, get them to target it at us, at conservatives, at men, or whatever it is. And this makes it 
much easier for people to go, oh, ah, uh -uh, I got it. it, both of it. I They're just moving the focus and turning my compass so that it's turned at someone who's not actually the real enemy. Yeah, I mean, you know what I was, you know what I remembered? Did you guys, uh, Joe, I know definitely you. I don't know about you, Apollo, because I can't tell your age. You're Greek. You know, us Greeks are very deceptive. We never age, to, I know. I know, right? It's like when I tell people I'm 44, they're like, no way. And I was like, maybe it's because I'm around. But the, the thing is, uh, you know, I was watching the Berlin Wall, and I was like, look how ridiculous it looks. Like now, looking at it, when I was, you know, alive as, as a youngin watching it, they were like, oh, they're going to decide to open up a new hole on the wall. And it's like little bit by bit. Let's, let's, let's just juice out the drama, right? It was so, such a facade. Like, look at it. Oh, they have the Berlin Wall. Well, they're thinking of making another hole in the wall at some point in the reporting. And you're just like, oh, my God, that sounds so ridiculous. It's either down or it's not. Like, what do you mean we're going to make another hole tomorrow or, or later? And it just it just shows you how they milk the opportunity. And and again, that fell after a concert too, right? By the way, just saying there was another concert, and that's why I said Cutter should be very careful because they got a big concert going on right now with the World Cup. You watch what happens to Cutter because MBS is sitting there high fiving people, and you know Cutter and the and the Emirates. I mean. You know, and, and, you know, they don't really get along with the Saudis. So well, there might guys, be some stuff there at concerts. Well, I just want to, one point, what you're talking about, the music, if you guys look on the CAA site, and they'll probably take it down now that we're talking about it so much, but I took screenshots. It took me an hour to take screenshots. Uh, there are thousands. There's probably a thousand artists on there. Like, it doesn't matter what type of music you listen to, pop, country, this, that, <laughs> things that go back to the 60s, a lot of 90s bands, things I remember when I grew up. They're all on CAA's website. Like, all of our pop culture is all CAA's website. Come if on. you were a goth, if you were a Come punk, on. if you were Britney Spears, no, I'm serious. Britney Spears on there, Jamie Spears, uh, Simple, you know, whatever, Simple Plan, Fall Out yeah, Boy. Wait, wait, wait. Did you see Tulsi Gabbard, though, how CAA blocked her? Did you see that part in the in the documentary? Yeah, when, she, when she came out. Got, yep. with Podesta, got with Podesta and said, we already told her we dropped the hammer. We're not funding her. We're not going to promote her. We're not going to send anyone to her. So they dictate. She said it was disrespectful to Hillary Clinton. Okay, right, so ju exactly. just so you know, ready for, ready for this? You ready for this? Yeah. So I, I have a philosophy. We have a philosophy. By the way, um, Warner Rod 12, thank you. No, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for, you know, opening my eyes. I mean, there's a lot of people that send me stuff that, yeah, it's a thank you. But I want to say, I got to say this. Whew. I got to, I got to say this. The more we get down this path and we start talking about all this stuff and, and, and actors, uh, Nova PD said it's all a facade. I feel like it's a facade. I, I do. I Trump feel is like telling it's, you it's, it's a facade. Trump said it. He said it's central casting. Uh, okay, but what? But I mean, look. You look, haven't seen that video. I, uh, w then what part do I play in it? What, what part do I play in it? Do I, do I play a part? Am I a part in this deal? Is it because I have a, someone that is a friend of mine? who I met through uh, Facebook. So I'm everywhere. So we have free syndication. We're on radio stations, blah, 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 blah. And we get all these numbers back, and they're like, Joe, your numbers are 7 million in, in uh, listeners in, in October. And I go, really? And they're like, yeah. I'm like, And I looked at Apollo. What did I say to you? Huh. I wouldn't listen to me. <laughs> right? So I get this phone call, and he goes, look, I need to talk to you, but can, can I, do you have another number I can call you on? I was like, yeah. And so I gave him a number. 
and uh, he called me back and he goes, look, I didn't want to tell you this, but we have, we have a, there's a couple people that literally their job is to make sure people don't follow you. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yes. I went, I went, wait, what? Yes. They go, yeah, because you're somewhere along the line, you are the threat. And I go, wow, that's fun. That's, that sounds amazing, I guess. And he goes, uh, I go, so how many followers do I have? <laughs> he goes, um, yeah, like 600,000, 700,000. I was like, no, it's like, three, on it's like Facebook, 30, right? on Facebook. Yeah. It's like 3,700. He goes, no, no, no. All right, Tori, you guys need to hear this. This is, this is, no, I know uh, this. I go. This is unbelievable. Go. Blows your mind. When the primaries happened and I put out something on every channel, I stopped doing lives because I just felt like my, my consciousness of thought was going to get me in trouble. So I was like, ah, I'm gonna, I'll do live on the show. Um, but on uh, the primaries, three days before the primary, they went back in time and said, oh, you posted something that was, oh, no, a friend of mine posted something, and he's a, a Green Beret, and I was like, and he won a, a, a match, a, a MMA match, and I was like, ah, it's because I wasn't there to, to, to whoop you. I said that, whoop you. And they said, oh, three days before the primaries, they, or four days before, they cut me off. You're suspended for 30 days. <laughs> go into fast forward to the election that we just had two weeks ago, I open up my thing and it says you have been banned from Facebook for another 30 days. <laughs> I was like, are you serious? And the reason why, and th by the way, every time that there's like an election or there's, it happened when we were, when we had the uh, GOP event down in Colorado Springs, every time there's something where people are looking to what's Joe thinking, I get, I get banned, blocked, I mean, they just did it on Twitter. They did the same thing on Twitter two days before the election. Banned uh, Conservative yeah. Daily on Twitter, right? Uh, yeah, no, well, well, how's this? New York Times did a whole hit piece on me to get me, to advocate to get me off of Twitch. And people were like, why are Who they got so... kicked off Twitch? No, no, no. Uh, listen, <laughs> I was, I had only, listen, listen to the numbers so you can pay attention to this. I had 27,000 followers, but I was 908th in the world out of 8 billion. Okay. Oh, wow. How does that translate? That know. doesn't make sense, does it, no. right? So at some point I was like 700th in the world, but I had stopped, you know, whatever. They got me off, but that's okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to get Bezos. I'm just waiting for the right time. I have to wait for that. Um, so New York Times did this whole thing, and they were like, don't listen to her just because she has this. She knows how yeah. to conceal her. She has groups in every single country. Like, they went crazy on the New York Times. They're like, how is this chick? She has so many followers. So people see low following, but it's not true. And, and, and that's the thing. They know. They made it known in that New York Times article where they were like, she's got a huge following. No, duh. Yeah. My stuff dubbed in Brazil, right? They pull my shows off. I'm, I'm like top 50 in all the world in news commentary on iTunes for the past five years. But everyone's like, nobody knows who but, she is. And it's but, like, but Tori, right. the, the other part is, is that, Apollo, do we ever talk about it? We don't ever talk about it. Like, we don't talk about it at all. I mean, we, about what? About viewership or, or follows or anything. We just do our matter. thing, kind of go yeah, along. We suck it. No, we suck at it. We, so we completely is, suck. Like, we suck, yeah, suck. So I suck, too. I don't have the viewership or whatever people expect. I don't know. They, they, they see the numbers and they think it's real. You know, and it's all fake. Now I don't believe you know, it's, it's real. Now I'm like, man. I sent, I sent Apollo a video because one thing my audience for years know is that I've always said, listen to your president. 
See, we have lost the ability to listen. And the president of the United States, President Donald J. Trump, kept saying, this is central casting. They cast him for the role. Casting, casting. He keeps telling everyone. Central casting is um, uh, extras, right? He said yeah. that so many times and no one was paying attention. So two things that I always tell my audience is, look, don't listen to me either. Just listen to your president. And... Don't worry. Everybody tells you who they are. If you're listening carefully, you'll know yeah. exactly who they are. And Trump, yeah, I know. Someone's like played the central casting video. There's tons of them because people mock him. Oh, he loves the word central casting. He knows exactly what he's talking about. Remember, he was in that industry, right? So I he knows exactly. I think I exactly have one. How. It's from yeah. by, Wait, he by the Daily the Show. He said, plays yeah, central casting. Yeah, the Daily Show has it. Yeah, that one is really good. The Daily Show one. Okay, I'll play it right now. Yeah, people are going to love person. it. I was like... Central casting. <laughs> Central casting. You can't cast yeah, it. What do you have? There. You don't have anybody in Hollywood that looks like these guys. And these are central casting. If I'm doing a movie, I pick you, General Mattis. Vice President Pence, he's a real talent, a real guy, and he is central casting. Do we agree? Central casting. Our NRCC chair, Tom Emmer. This guy's like central casting. Are you serious? You a better guy in Hollywood. There's no he was telling you. Central casting. Look at that guy. Central casting. Judge Kavanaugh, who's central casting. Everyone is central casting. Central casting. <laughs> Glasses. Head. Boom. He owns a hotel. Where is he? He's like central casting for ownership of a hotel. You talk central casting <laughs> to these guys. You couldn't. I mean, it's incredible. They had a master sergeant there. I could take him right now. Bring him to Hollywood. Make a military movie, and he's the star of the movie. That happened once before, you know. So, Joe, do you remember when... Uh, remember what the when hell is wrong bro, with me? You guys are crushing my saying, soul Joe. right now. Do you remember when he gave the Watch speech the just a while ago? Sorry, sorry. I Remember, I, I brought this up. I didn't I didn't make a big <laughs> deal out of it. Remember one of uh, Trump's last speeches at his rallies where he was talking about uh, Xi Jinping? Nobody in, nobody in Hollywood could play this guy. He's like a, He's like a character out of a movie. I don't know why I did that. Okay, accident. so hold on. But he a said it. Can he says I? It all the time. Can I go? Can I'm going to Mar-a-Lago. I'm going. I'm going. I gotta go talk to him now because I, I gotta. Like, what's happening he's not, here? He's gonna tell. He's gonna tell you. Have you seen Enjoy the Show? See, the thing is, people don't pay attention to who oh. uh, are who's there, and the movie tells you itself. So, are you just gonna be a spectator, or are you gonna be an active participant? Because if they wrote the script, you can easily flip it by standing up from the audience and saying, "You know what? You cast me for this role of sitting and watching. Watch me do now." And suddenly, the script is flipped. That's why I said, "Do things, set fires everywhere," and then their script is all messed up. You're saying we're gonna go down there, okay? Go down to Arizona, but file a million lawsuits in the federal in the federal court, file a quo warranto, just set them all on fire so then they're like, oh my god, what script do we implement? Who do we hire? Because you know what J6 was? Central casting. See, this is just... Lights, cameras, J6. And look, somebody just said I'm in need of the truth. I thought I was completely truthed. I mean, really, Apollo? I mean, I, I read all the time. Do I not? And I, I ask questions. I called. I, came, I was one of the first people that came out and said, I will, I will stand with Russia in this fight against Ukraine. And how attacked did I get, Apollo? How oh, attacked yeah, it was I wild. Yeah. It was I totally got attacked, wild. attacked. I said, Zelensky is an evil man. And I gathered all the information, put it out there, grabbed videos, grabbed information that I had about the, the bio centers. Max, did, Max left the show. 
Our fight, our fight was over the fact that I supported Russia over Ukraine. That was the fight. I do miss Max. I agree but, with you too. I, if I was Russia, I would have taken over Ukraine too. Like, why, why are you arguing with that? Like, who yeah. would be stupid enough not to go in and take it? That's all the natural gas, and it gives them access to the water. Like, come on, Joe can't tie his shoe. He's going to go in there. By the way, talking about the missile, I'm going to tell you something. Here's how they're flipping the script, and we're not paying attention. That missile is going to be blamed on us. How, the countries. Yeah. No, countries are already conspiring to take us down. I'm telling you, you better watch. You know, we need to sit back yeah. and we need to see. You know, we're talking about the money. We're talking about this. But the other countries are just like, it's game over. And this is exactly what China wants. Because <laughs> as they conquer Africa, China's like already there. Be like, we've built their infrastructure. It's a Chinese. And people haven't seen the Chinese infiltration. Central casting once again. When you pop on Netflix and Amazon, what do you see? Chinese shows, Chinese telenovelas, Chinese everything. They've been infiltrating us for years and no one's paying attention. Yeah. Right? And, and that's because, you know, we're so busy with the top level things that we're not looking at the root of the problem. And the root of the problem is what we all need to be targeting. You know, and anytime you speak about the root of the problem, you're excised. I had my friend who is a very good journalist who exposed the first central casting event which was charlottesville and was put to the side you know my documentary lights camera j6 will piss off a lot of people because there's going to be a lot of people that you consider friends that you consider allies in this war against our minds and our nation that actually helped and that's going to be very devastating for people you know to to see how quick but you remember you shouldn't judge because you were at the precipice when you had to choose job or jab. So we all have to have compassion yeah. for them, even though I want them to burn. I don't want them to burn like that. Okay. I, I get mean sometimes, but I take it back really quick. Um, except for Ali Akbar. That guy I just can't stand. He's just a prostitute for, for the for the for the Blinken project, and no one can change my mind because I've got the videos. Okay, and then so people are release the videos. I'm not going to release videos with leading conservative males that have involved themselves with him when they were incapacitated. That's wrong. Yeah. That's unjust. That's ungodly. That's unchristly to to take someone that was in a vulnerable position and exploit that. They all know who they are, though. Okay, so and everyone, I everyone, I got. I'm telling you, I got to tell you right now. We're gonna do this again, but I gotta go. I have, I have date. You gotta watch this movie. I gotta. I gotta, I gotta show right, what, with Millie in like ten minutes. Okay, so tell all Millie right. I said hi. We'll have her on too. I will. I gotta have Tori. I gotta have you back on so that you can literally crush my soul again. Okay, wait, wait, wait. I want you to crush your soul about certain things because just real quick, I'm gonna do this in twenty seconds. When I was, I went through. I was on the CAA websites for a while, and here's one of the. There you go. It's yes. uh, oh, creating social change, and it goes through. Oh, get people to vote. It talks about this. Uh, what's the what's the freaking site? The Alliance, the Civic Alliance, and this yeah. came out just the beginning of the year before the election. I have forty different. Uh, websites that are all linked directly from CAA, every single one of them talking about partnerships with CAA and other companies that are getting involved in voting and supporting election officials and getting people to be poll workers and all the celebrities, including Joe Biden, who all signed with CAA and it's all pushing the green agenda and de diversity, equity, inclusion and, you know, all, all these trendy things. It's all CAA. All of it. Okay. It is. And you know what? It's called manufactured consent. Because, because they're getting your consent by accepting you. That's it. And okay. Apollo, I'm glad you saw it. See, how good does it feel to be hey. awake and say, this is all BS, they're all actors. It feels fantastic because then you can walk through hell with sandals drinking gasoline. 
quoting Tom McDonald. Right well, there. so I was walking through hell because I was yelling about this. I was never able to articulate it and present it like you did. Because now, now I'm just like, ha! <laughs> All right. All right, I'm done. Mm-hmm. All right, so go on Tori. Your date night. Tori, I gotta go on my date night. I don't get them very often. I'm always traveling right. and doing stuff, and um, you know, this is just one of those things that I just. I will be uh, praying for you, Joe, for what you right. guys are organizing. I'll pray, but if you want help on the on the legal side, I know the lawyers that I can get in touch with. I mean, no, I already I texted mean, them. Yeah, the so day I'm after. gonna. Like, Yo, to, let's go. I'm gonna call. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. As soon as I drive home, I'll be calling. I'll be calling uh, Carrie Lake's campaign. I'll be calling people. In in uh, Arizona, they are scrambling all over Arizona. The, the GOP they can get to SCOTUS with this. They can get to SCOTUS with this, even if the Supreme Court in Arizona and the way you do it, I think, is district and then Supreme. I don't know that every state is different. But even if they fail, yeah. they can expedite it for you know certification of them happening in December. Blah blah blah. They can expedite it and they can get an expedited docket to SCOTUS. I mean, Thomas right. Clarence really wants to hear some really good cases, right? He Let's really does. Case. I think the guy's amazing. I mean, he's one of yeah, my so, he's hey, one of my hey, spirit Justice animals. Justice Roberts too. Uh, there's redemption there. Justice there's Roberts too. There's not redemption. No. Oh, John wait. Roberts is no redemption. Uh, you, hey, you know, even Lucifer seeks to redemption sometimes. I will never allow myself a Lucifer. Nope. Me well, and the devil I, won't lie. I, I consider myself quite evil, seeking redemption because I've destroyed nations across the world. But I didn't do it all myself, single-handedly. But I helped a lot. So yeah. redemption is a beautiful thing, and you'll be very surprised. You used to be a knight of Malta. Let's see if he upholds that, right? But let let's see. I, I have to. Uh, yeah. So we're gonna do we're gonna do yeah. a lot of different things. But I have to pray for you. I'm gonna pray for the people that are listening. By the way, we answer we end every podcast. If you're new to it, thank you. Uh, welcome with a prayer. So, uh, Tori, we're gonna pray for you. Father God, thank you for the opportunity we have to hear truth. Thank you for this truth. Thank you for. <laughs> allowing us to have humility, allowing us to sit back and and study and see what is said and what is put in front of us and give us the opportunity to uh, open our eyes and wake up. Even when we thought we were woke, Father, <laughs> I guess you learn something new every day. Father, thank you for having us born at a time such as this. Thank you for giving us wisdom and courage, Father. Thank you for the courage that you've put upon each and every one of us. Father, I just ask some special blessings today. I ask for a special blessing over Tori, that you can guard her heart and her mind, that you can give her good health. But Father, I would also ask you to relieve her of the guilt or pain that she feels and just let her know that she is forgiven and that you love her. Father, I would ask a prayer and a special blessing over the people that are listening, that you can make sure that whatever is going on in, in the world or in, in our country and in our community, that you can allow them to feel peace and to have joy. And in the middle of fighting, in the middle of, of understanding truth and speaking truth, that you can calm their heart and give them the ability to sleep well at night knowing that in the end you do win. Father, help us as we go about our day that we can restore, restore you to our community, restore you to our day-to-day lives, Help us to reset the ethical and moral, moral standards of our, of our time. Help us, Father, that we may have wisdom and courage and love those around us, but serve as an example for those of who we should be. Help us, Father, that we may do things in, in your liking, do things that align with good values. But, Father, forgive us when we don't. 
We are here to be used as tools by you in this, in this battle. And Father, I would, just ha- I would just ask you to give us the patience to be able to, and, and the stamina to be able to get through this and to, to recognize that as long as we keep our eyes on the mission, keep our eyes on you, that we will be successful. Father, help us that, that we may all do our part and set aside petty differences and unite together to not just save this nation, but in large part, save humanity. I ask for all these things, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. 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 Thank you for having me on, guys. And Apollo, welcome to the Open Eye crew. Because now you can see everyone <laughs> in a different light. And Joe, once yeah. you see this movie, you should watch it with your wife. I'm just saying. Well, where you, can I get it? You gotta, you gotta... It's free on YouTube. You can watch it. Um, it's going to blow your mind. Because your eyes in the description, are going to see yeah, you're going to see it in such a different way. You're going to be like, what is going on here? And that's the thing. Why isn't conservative media talking about this? And again, because most of them are central casting or CAA or whatever agency. What was it called? Like stars, illuminate media. There's like so much. Yeah. But, oh, yeah. yeah. That's, a, that's, a, that's a talk for another time. But thank you. Have a great date night. And, you know, two Greeks, that's not bad, huh? Two Greeks walked into a bar, and then Joe walked in. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Ruined the whole party. <laughs> yeah, and you know what? You have the last name of a person that is the dearest to me. He was actually like my first love, Pappas. Um, so, you know, it's, it, anytime I see the name Pappas, it's so overused, by the way. Right? There's just so many yeah. of them. Uh, it just, it's just sincere to me. You get like brownie points instantly just because of the last name, so thank you. <laughs> um, I appreciate you guys. Thank right, you so man. much. And I can't wait to have you on my show. Hey, say when. Like, duh. Well, how about Monday? Like, we could do that. All right. I'll reach out to you after this, and we'll get it yeah. set up. Yeah, we'll talk. So you go do your date night. We'll talk over the weekend. I'll text All right, you sounds or whatever. Great. All right. God bless okay. you. Okay. Bye, guys. Uh, pretty, pretty amazing to have Tori on. I want you guys to know that, uh, that I didn't amazing. know any of the stuff about central casting. I didn't know anything. And, and I... And I didn't do, I, I know that Tori has always sent stuff over me and says, hey, read this. And then I read it and I'm like, Tori, is that real? She's like, it's absolutely real. Go read this. So then I read that and I'm like, I don't want any more. She's like, read this. <laughs> so she, got, she got some amazing stuff. And, you know, there's people out there that take shots at others. There's people out there that are shooting at Mike Lindell and saying that, hey, somewhere along the line, Mike is, uh, you know, headed down the wrong path. To a, to a large degree, we're chasing truth. And so the, the more you get out there and you understand it, and if we could just operate with a little bit of restraint and do our due diligence, and I think that's what Tori's done. I'm still going to Arizona. And I, you know, I'm, I'm all in at being outside the box. But I also understand that I'm going to work my hardest to see if we can work on some of the things that Tori was recommending. I'll reach out to those in Arizona and see what we can get done there as well. Um, in the end, I want to thank you guys all for being here. I'll see you tomorrow at 10 a.m. God bless you all.